I'm Ben Silverio. I'm Warwick Johnson. And I'm Ansel Birch. And it's time to party! Today's episode about Terminator 2 was recorded on January 7th, 2023. We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. So that now everyone's all caught up. So let's dive right into Terminator hey. 3, Rise of the Machines. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> if Tarantino has feet, then James Cameron has some weird mommy uh, fantasies. Avatar 2, the entire thing is just basically alien milf porn. Okay, you heard it here. Oh, really? Folks. No, I, I haven't seen it, but I must. I mean, assumption. plausible. Yeah. <laughs> it's entirely plausible. Don't forget at the end, Sigourney Weimer becomes one of those fucking alien things permanently. And so she has to buy a shirt from Stanford because even if you're a fucking alien on an alien planet, you still want people to know that you went to Stanford. And that's the problem with <laughs> near Ivy Leagues. <laughs> no one Johnson, from Wesleyan. She's hard on academia. <laughs> No one from Wesleyan would ever do that. <laughs> no, real Richard Jenkins, Illinois Wesleyan alumnus, he would never do that, right? As opposed to the dollar store knockoff in, in this movie. Uh, we can bump that up a bit. So Five Richard below Bowen, knockoff? RIP, does a great job. <laughs> Pour one out. It's like the, like the Costco version. The Costco, exactly. Great value, Richard Jenkins, in this movie. What, what yeah. is it? Uh, Kirkland? Kirkland? Yeah, yeah. Kirk, Kirkland. Kirkland. Kirkland Kirk brand, brand Richard, Richard Jenkins. Jenkins. Great value film. is Target. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Some people prefer it. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> so, the Target, um, the Target sparkling water, best sparkling water on the market. Get the tropical cherry. It's going to change your life. Raspberry hibiscus is also good. All right, and that finishes our discussion of sparkling water. We'll tune in next week for time to drink sparkling water. Time to seltzer. Time to there you go. seltzer. God damn it. C two O. Time two O. No. Whoa, no. Wait. Wait no. a minute. That's not. Um, that's not better. Hard seltzers are permanently banned in our apartment because so many. every time people come over, they bring hard seltzers. And in fact, Ben at the last time was like, don't bring hard seltzer. We have some. And uh, someone was like, I think Ben's lying about that. I better bring some just in case. So we have an entire shelf of our fridge full of it. I don't drink the stuff. I don't, ben, do you, have you tried any of it? I have not. No, they are weird and gross. So. <laughs> Uh, every once in a while, I try one just to see. And the ones you had last time, which unfortunately I did not store which ones they were, were maybe the best ones I've ever had. Oh, really? Yeah. They didn't taste like someone had whispered a fruit on the other side of the factory <laughs> while it was being made. Oh, my God. I So I thought I, I this was when I was first starting out working in offices, I was like, OK, here's how you know that you've become an old person or like an office drone is when you're like, you know, what I could go for LaCroix. I'll just drink <laughs> that. So now as an old person, because this was like 15 years ago. I'm like, oh, LaCroix is just garbage. There are good sparkling waters out there. Mm -hmm. And that is a bizarre opinion to have because no one should have opinions on sparkling water. <laughs> it's true. And yet here we are <laughs> in a world that are. includes San Pellegrino. Exactly. Remember which Crystal means, Light? Which means without Pellegrino. Wait, what? Do you remember Crystal Light? Vaguely. I don't think I ever had it, but I do remember it existing. When I was on Weight Watchers as a, as a little kid, which sounds like a terrible sentence. Um, it's but just it opens a whole can of worms. That it's I feel it's like. true. Time to psychiatry is the, uh, is the <laughs> yeah. podcast for that. That's one. the third episode this this month. <laughs> this month. Um, 
Oh wow, you can actually still buy it. Yeah. Um, Crystal Light still exists. It does. Yeah. Oh wow. I uh, thought they're still selling off the old stock from the nineties. <laughs> could be. I could plausible. Be. I, I drank so much of that shit uh, yeah. when I was on the diet. Yeah. Was it like? It was... Did you develop a taste for it, yeah. or did it? It was acceptable. Okay. Okay. You know, because uh, I wanted something that didn't taste like water that was carbonated, so it um, fulfilled all those ch- all those uh all those requirements <laughs> i am a huge pop drinker um i love pop and uh, i grew up in chicago because i call it pop you can tell um and so uh when i made the switch to coke zero i was like oh this tastes garbage i'm never gonna get used to it now uh i'm like oh regular coke way too sweet i'll take a coke zero <laughs> and so i'm like i've trained myself to get used to it which is very strange yeah as, yeah, as a as a kid again when I was on Weight Watchers, like I was drinking diet soda, so like now I prefer Diet Pepsi, but uh, I I actually prefer Pepsi Max, which mm. used to only be in the UK, and then they finally started selling it here, but they don't have it like in vending machines or anything. So it also tastes different here. It does taste different. When I lived in Europe and we were in England mm. for six weeks, I got Pepsi Max a couple times, and I was like, "Oh, this tastes like this tastes really good." Like what? Yep. what is that, wrong that with shit the is the bomb. At home? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. European Pepsi Max is the preferred, but I will settle for the American, as yeah. most do. <laughs> European Coke always tasted better because they used real sugar there. Well, mm-hmm. when it comes to Coke, their diet Mexican Coke tastes Coke, better too. What wouldn't Mexican Coke be the better one? Mexican Coke is the better one. Well, yeah. Mexican Coke is better than American Coke, but I just mean oh. like European Coke also uses sugar. Okay. Um, Mexican Coke, I think, uses like pure cane sugar. So it's right, like yeah. Tier list: Mexican Coke is the t- is the top, and then it's European, and then American. Once um, again, America fails. Agreed. Once again, America fails because we're just like, oh yeah, slap that corn syrup in there. And... That said, the EU and UK have so many sodas that we don't have it's that are true. infinitely better. Like we gave up on the soda game way too early here in the states. Oh yeah. Have you ever had dandelion and burdock soda? It's a oh, UK no. thing. I don't think so. It is incredible. Yeah. Oh. It's okay. got this, like, vegetal thing going on with it. It's like a root beer that's not as, like, ridiculously sweet and weird. And oh. I enjoy a root beer, but, like, explain what it tastes like, I dare you. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, that's cool. Um, so when I when I lived in Vienna, there were two import stores that I went to. One was, like, a Mexican grocer. So they had stuff mostly from Spain, but they also brought over things from, like, Mexico. So that's cool. where we'd go to get, like, tortillas, good salsa, because the salsa in Vienna is, of course, garbage. The stuff that you, like, buy at the store. So we'd get, like, the good imported salsa and beans and stuff from there. And they would have Haritos there. Um, which was always a fun thing to buy every once in a while. But then the other import store was a British import store. And about half the time I went there, they would have um, Dr. Pepper. And you can't find Dr. Pepper anywhere in Vienna (laughs) except for this one place. And that was my girlfriend at the time's favorite soda. So there were some days, because I was unemployed, uh, living in a foreign country where I didn't speak the language. So I'd be like, I'll walk 20 minutes to this store and see if they have Dr. Pepper because I was like bored <laughs> and it was like a hundred degrees in the apartment. So, yep. 
So that's my fun uh, import cola story. But it, it, because it was a British import store, they had like the fun Fanta flavors and they had like Urn Brew, which is the super weird Scottish orange soda. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's amazing. Yeah, it's a very fun and unique flavor. <laughs> Apparently, if you mix it in as shandy, it will make people throw up almost every time. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. It's one of those... It's like the malort of, of Scotland is to get you to try an iron brew shandy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God, Warwick, you have to try that beer in the fridge that was uh, that was stored in the malort barrels. Which one is that? Um, I think I hit it towards the back. Okay, I will try it. I am probably say a, on the label. I'm drinking a Maplewood lager. That's good, right? It's really good. I like. I, like I love that. Maplewood. Maplewood is one of my favorite uh, breweries in Chicago. Yes, I I'm grabbed those. A spotted cow. Ooh. Ooh, nice. I grabbed those when I thought you were still going to be at the party. So <laughs> yes, before I got all COVIDy. <laughs> so if I say weird things in this episode. Uh, everyone, it's just because the COVID fog has settled in. It's on the, the, brain, the brain fog, yeah. The brain fog. No, um, no, I had it for, I tested positive for 12 days straight. Um, I never got very sick, which is, which is very, thing. I'm very thankful for that. Um, so honestly, most of my COVID experience, I was just like the most annoyed I've ever been <laughs> because because of it um we i had the worst so i had like a horrible sore throat for two days and then one of those days was the days that i was still testing negative and i was like no fucking way <laughs> like uh, that's there's no way that i don't also have it uh and then the next day it was positive and i was like yeah that makes sense but like yeah. but then i felt normal and I had no symptoms at all over Christmas. And I was like, yes, I'm through the woods really quickly. And then seven days before I tested negative. And I was just oh. like, I just want to literally go anywhere and do something. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm very Trapped. thankful. Very thankful that Lindsay and I didn't get very sick. Uh, and I'm through it. And now here to talk about the best movie that James Cameron will ever make. <laughs> Titanic. So, so suck it, Titanic. <laughs> and the Abyss. I do like the Abyss a lot, but it's not the same. That's uh, yeah. The Abyss might be might be his most like uh heartfelt movie, I mm. think. Like you can sense his like deep fascination. With the ocean in every bit of that movie. Oh, yeah. I think when he was making the movie, James Cameron was like, what stories can I do to do more ocean stuff? Yeah, how do I do more of this? That what else is down here? loves the ocean. And so he was like, Titanic, perfect. <laughs> Avatar 2? Water. Yeah, yep. I Avatar 2, more too, too wet, too wild. It's honestly Avatar just, goes wild. Avatar two, it's just all milf porn. So everybody just that you're no that you're no. Uh, I have I hated Avatar one, and I told someone I was like, yeah, I, I hated the first one, so I probably won't see it. And they're like, yeah, you'll this is you'll hate this one more if you didn't like the first movie. They were like, I liked the first movie, and I thought it was like an hour too long, and I was like, oh, that sounds miserable. Yep. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, RRR was oh. three hours long, and we were and into that it the movie, whole time. That movie could have been six hours long, and I would have been like, I'm, I'm into it. Um, so, not so nearly. It was. It was. It did not feel like three hours long. No, not at all. Uh, the Black Black Panther two that felt like it was three hours long. That A little bit, a yeah. Very long. <laughs> I I I for one appreciated that it was three hours long. Like it felt long, and that felt like a good value to me. Mm. I was like, yes, give me more of this movie. And then it just kept happening, and I was like, great, they did it. The thing I will say about Black Panther Two is that I think that it was all very well done. Like it wasn't like, oh my god, this this movie should have ended forty minutes ago. Sure, there's, like nothing is happening. My only thing is that the first movie was so much fun and was so joyful that mm-hmm. this one felt so long because I was like, this is everything is sad all the time. Yeah, and there wasn't enough Mbaku. And there wasn't enough M'Baku. There's never down. enough M'Baku. Never yeah. enough M'Baku. Uh, I want a whole M'Baku show. Uh, I Yes. Just give me give if, me more M'Baku. If he's not in the uh, Midnight Angels show, I'm going to be very upset. Yeah. He's got to be, right? He's he has this... to be, because he's on the throne right now. Yeah. Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> By the time this comes out, that movie will in already March, be... In March, it'll be a six-month-old movie, yeah. yeah but well, it's, it's also on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus already. Plus. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, uh, uh, spoilers. M'Baku is king. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is gorgeous all the time. So All good. the time. Uh, Namor can get it. Absolutely. And now you're caught up on Black Panther 2 Party. <laughs> there it is. Right? No there time travel involved in that movie. Uh, Namor S- travels through time the way that the rest of us do. It's just Which is still time travel. Still time so, travel. Yep. <laughs> Linear time travel. At a rate of one per one day. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta make sure to cover all your bases there. Is he an adolescent? Is 10 still... So, I'm gonna preface this by saying I don't know a goddamn thing about kids. (laughs) At all. Period. Uh, If someone were to be like, this is my son, he's five, I'd be like, okay, he looks like he's five. And if they were like, he's 10, I'd be like, yep, yep, you are a child. I don't know where adolescence begins and ends. Um, a a casual Google tells me it is from age ten to nineteen. Wow, oh, to nineteen! Wow, I adolescence is the phase crazy. between childhood and adulthood. See, so I, 10, I assume you're not a child anymore. So ten to twenty five, then when you when you're kicked off your parents' insurance, man. There you go, adolescence. <laughs> <laughs> what a time! What a time! Ah, uh, I miss my adolescence when I was drinking in bars. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, assumed adolescence started at 11. You know, you know, I'll be honest. I thought adolescence was like four to eight. Like I thought it was I really like, would have put it earlier. Yeah, I really. So like pre-teenage years after toddler. Right. I did not think that teenagers were adolescents. Mm. Uh, when someone's like that adolescent, I'd be like, "Oh, you mean like a seven-year-old, like a falling small, off small the child, swing yes. set and eating dirt or something?" You know, I'm like, "Yeah, that's an adolescent." But I guess it's I guess that was wrong. So, what if what a fun edutainment? There we go on three time three party <laughs> Tokyo Drift. There it is. <laughs> Weather was... Daddy Amelia Bedelia running around kneecapping people. I, I thought that was James Cameron's inspiration for the, for the role. Uh, it, plausible, plausible. Before or after he discovered Cameronium, right? 
Yes, that is a Future Man shout out. Everyone yes. watch Future Man. It's on Hulu. Go right it's now. It's so good. It's really good and horrible. And, by the way, <laughs> Cameronian is better than Unobtainium. Oh, Any yeah. day of the week. Absolutely. God, Unobtainium. <laughs> We're just let's half of half of these episodes are going to be us talking about how great Terminator Two is. The other half is just, just dunking on shitty. Avatar. <laughs> so I'm sorry, you spent how many billion dollars remaking Fern Gully badly? I'm sorry, like I true. I, I want to know how the second one made a billion dollars. I want to know the people that are like, oh man, you know that terrible movie that came out 13 years ago? Let's go watch the sequel. <laughs> Like, but here's the thing. What's wrong did with you, you watch it in the in did you watch it in the theater? Uh I did. The uh it the was first towards one? the end of the run. So this was yeah. like month 6 where it was just not leaving theaters and I was like, okay, I guess I'll go see it in the theater because it's some spectacle. And I was like, this movie is terrible. <laughs> I don't care how I watched it, looks. it in IMAX 3D. Mm. Yep. And it was the story is the story, and there's no getting around that. Mm-hmm. But the experience of Pandora in IMAX 3D was absolutely stunning sure. and breathtaking and tra- and transportive and gorgeous. Like, everything about it was visually incredible. And so, like, if I was going to see the second one, that's the only way I'm going to do it, is if I go and see it in IMAX 3D. And if I watch the first one again, that is the only way I will ever watch it. And the whole there's reason... there's no way my TV is going to do it any favors. Right, and the whole reason why it made so much money, the second one, why it made so much money, is because prices for IMAX 3D have gone up exponentially since 13 oh, years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah, it's what, 30, 40 bucks to see Something IMAX like that. 3D? Yeah. It's super well, expensive. And a lot of IMAX theaters are closing now. Yep. Something about IMAX film being hard to get. I just I, James Cameron used it all. I don't. I don't Plausible. like IMAXs. This is my hottest of hot takes on this. I don't like IMAXs. I am uncomfortable with it. I want to sit and watch something easily. I don't want to be fully reclined and peering around like a yokel trying to like follow everything. Um, yeah. So I That's don't fair. mind the regular IMAX screen. Like, I don't like the dome IMAX screens. I don't want the, oh, the IMAX, IMAX 3D. Mm-hmm. Like, just a regular IMAX 3 uh, screen that's just large and in front of you. Mm. You know, like, I saw The Dark Knight uh, Returns, I think. Rises. Uh, yes. The uh, Dark Knight Rises. It was either The Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises on a dome. And mm. it was the worst movie-going experience ever. I I also had a terrible experience watching Dark Knight Rises because I went to one of the marathon ones. Oh, so no. So you watch Batman oh. Begins and then Dark Knight and yeah. then Dark Knight Rises. And I was like, this is going to be great. It's going to tie in together. It'll be really cool. I could draw the parallels. No. All it did was be like, here are two great Batman movies. And then here <laughs> is this piece of shit that we cobbled together. Yeah. And I was just so angry because i had spent 12 hours and at the end of it i was just like i fucking hate this movie (laughs) we tripped and made a boo-boo and somehow it still got released so here you go yep where it's just like you know nobody no people were you know for some reason christopher nolan was like yeah no i mean you know 
does the plot make sense? Not really, but I really like Tale of Two Cities, and uh, I'm just going to slap some things together. I always like Howard Hughes, so now Bruce Wayne is an eccentric recluse for some reason, which doesn't make sense. Christopher, um, I'm never going to put Robin in my Batman movies. Nolan, even though he yep. fucking cast Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a character named Robin. Oh my so god. Dumb. And then teased the, it at the end. That's the worst cop-out I've ever Such had. a cop-out. you don't have to do Robin. You can no. jump to Nightwing. You can jump to whatever. But Batman should have a family. Stella and I have talked about this previously. Um, Bat, the Batman works the best when he has Dick or Tim or yep. Barbara or other people working with him. Um, and they, we've never gotten that. When we had old-ass Batman with Batfleck, I was like, well, maybe we're going to get some other ones. But instead it was like, no, Dick Grayson is dead and the Joker had killed him. And I was just like, God damn it, Zack Snyder. (laughs) It's got to be so edgy. Is this entire month just going to be us like dunking on these directors that have fallen from grace? Yeah. The fourth episode is going to be a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of that. That's it. We're calling you out. You're next. uh, Ari Aster. I'm calling you out. I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone who does good movies still. <laughs> hey, speaking of horses, uh, I don't know why, but for some reason, my Facebook algorithm has decided that I that I should be watching videos of horses getting shooed. Okay. I have been getting a bunch of those as well. Okay, what? it's not just me. What the fuck Horse is going shoeing on? And like cow hoof maintenance. Yeah. Guys, I yeah, but you know. grew up on a farm. I kind of get that for you. But why I, am I getting? <laughs> I guess. Um, so since I bought, I I did fell for the rookie mistake of I bought a couple things on Instagram ads. Oh, um, oh, I saw this. Yes. So now I get nonstop Snoopy merchandise all the time. <laughs> uh, I bought two things for my girlfriend for Christmas. Um, that were Snoopy related, and now the only ads I get are Snoopy things. And I'm just like, all right, well, this is fine. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be much worse. Yeah, of the worse. things that you could get ads for. Yeah, everybody that, loves Snoopy. You, you could do a lot worse, yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you getting horses? <laughs> Why would I get horses? I don't like horses. They're large and angry. Yeah, why are they wearing shoes? That's why they're mad. I don't like wearing shoes. I get it, man. Yeah, I would take my <laughs> shoes off, too, if I could. And if they were nailed to my foot, can't do that. Can't do that, no. Like, who who decided that horses should wear shoes? Well, it does the protect patriarchy. them from it riding. It's, for, it's very good for them. It is very. It is good for them. It is beneficial for horses. So, but do they not feel it when they're being nailed to their hooves? So hooves are a lot like our fingernails if they were really Mm -hmm. long. Ah. So if you pierce something through your fingernail, you're not necessarily going to feel it unless it hits your skin. So that's why horseshoe nails are a very specific length. Mm. Um, But the thing is, you got to keep them clean. So you got to clean around the shoe. Otherwise, their hooves can get like infected or then Mm -hmm. that's when it starts hurting. So you got to like. Uh-huh. You get your horse back, you you pick his hoof up, and you got to scrape it out with, like, a, a sharp, like, thing. It's like, like a, a tool. Pick, yeah. Yeah. Um, I helped out in the stables of the knights when I worked at a Renaissance fair. And so I learned about horses from them. 
which was fun. But I also learned that I don't really like horses very much while doing <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's one way to be very certain about how you feel about horses yeah. yeah i was like oh you know i always liked watching horses from afar like i'll help you guys out and then you get in there and you're there for like you know like a couple hours a day for a couple of days and you're like nope fucking don't like horses man <laughs> they are d- large dangerous animals um and not you know cuddly creatures so but, why don't yeah. more animals with hooves have shoes if it helps horses. Well, we don't ride uh, cows, right? Exactly what about that? What about bulls? We don't... I mean... Oh, okay. So there's an important reason why horses specifically need shoes. One is that we ride them. Two is that we ride them on lots of different surfaces. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So if we didn't take our horses onto, like, stones and pavement and shit like that, their, their hooves would be way better off. But when we started taking horses and putting them onto cobbled roads mm-hmm. and paved roads and shit like that, that's when it started tearing up their feet. Because horses out in the wild don't need that. They run right. on the grass and in the, you know, whatever. Uh, but if you're going to, like, take them around town and make them pull your cart and shit, uh, suddenly you're putting more wear and tear on the old tootsies. Ansel, I feel like I ask you, like, a farm-related question every month. It's just... I, I don't know that you do, but it is often enough. It's often enough, right? Ansel. It's, it's weird how often I feel like, no, okay, this is fun, but I gotta clarify the farm yep. thing. Well, if it's not the farm thing, it's about boats or submarines. Boats or bees or yeah, I, submarines. Okay. Real quick follow-up question, though. What about oxen? Do we shoe oxen when we like when we're using them to like cart stuff? Ooh. Because I don't know the answer to that, um, so I'd be curious if the if like you know wagon train you know oxen's maybe at some point were shooed, right? Apparently, the answer is yes. Ah, and that's edutainment. Ba 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 ba. The- the more oxen shoes are called calkins. Ooh, like Macaulay. Yeah, actually, exactly like Macaulay. Really? Uh, <laughs> C-A-U-L-K-I-N. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. That's, that's it. Wow, Macaulay uh, oxen shoes. What a name. <laughs> well, that is a thing that I now know and can't unknow. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is just more uh, good knowledge for you to have as a time traveler. Yeah, when yeah. I go back, I'll be like, "Have you have you put the Culkins on the ox?" And they'll be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, he belongs here." Ah, that guy's <laughs> from this time. <laughs> no one. From I was the worried for a second, but <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely gonna forget this as soon as it stops being relevant. Yep. Um, we live here. We don't want to know it. <laughs> If you want to play hard mode, you can go back and do the rules from our first episode, Terminator 1. And if you're, you for go. those at home, you have to take a drink every time you want to bang Michael Bean. You have to take a drink every time there's a dated 80s reference. And you have to finish your drink every time the Terminator says, sweet, sassy, molassy. You'd be surprised he says it a lot. All right, folks. It's, it's weird how often it comes up. It's weird comes how often it comes up. It comes up a lot. Don't bother going back to listen to the Terminator 1 episode because those are the rules. I remember it because I was there. 
<laughs> it's true. That's everything he just said. I'm gonna agree with. I, uh, my my hope is that Aaron listens to this episode and she's like, "Wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say any of those I didn't things. Say, he never says sweet sassy mo lassie." Spoilers. Why uh, you oughta? He says it a lot in Terminator Three, for the record. Terminator 3, Arnold says sweet sassy molassy so much that I'm just like, okay, like, maybe we should cut this script down a little bit. Um, I don't know who directed that movie. Uh, not James Cameron, probably. Catherine Bigelow? I don't know. She did not do, she did not direct Terminator 3. I don't think she did. <laughs> no, she did not. But she did direct Point Break, so I always have a place for her in my heart. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longett of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. This has been an Indecisionist production. Head on over to indecisionist.com slash time to party. That's time the number two party for more episodes, show notes, and transcripts for season three. You can find us on the internet. I'm at bsilverio20 on Instagram. Twitter and Hive. I am at Warwick underscore Johnson on Twitter. Don't follow me anywhere else. I am at Indecisionist on Twitter and at The Indecisionist on Instagram. If you'd like to join in the conversation, you can use the hashtag time to party. That's time the number two party. You can also join us at hashtag time the number two party. Warwick, stop telling people that it's hashtag time the number two party. Whatever, Ansel, I do what I want on Twitter.com. <laughs> one word <laughs> spell the whole thing out i am going to use that hashtag i'll have to listen to this a yep. couple times to get all the words but i'm going to use that hashtag between the episodes that's actually where the hashtag ended. it's going to use like, it was the entire sentence all 240 characters yep. and it'll be worth it we'll be the only thing in that hashtag at least the only thing. <laughs> is yeah. that good marketing or great marketing it's the best marketing <laughs> yeah i don't know that i can come down on See? that one that's that's pretty pretty unassailable <laughs> and while you're trying to figure out that hashtag party people we want to remind you to be excellent to each other party on dudes oh fuck it's brian cage fucking machine